Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. I am your host, AJ Hart. Uh, AJ. Yeah, Blake? I have the biggest gamer hangover ever. <laughs> a gamer hangover? I went to Scum and Villainy yesterday. Uh-huh. And it was Yu-Gi-Oh! themed. So your boy, <laughs> <laughs> they were doing an event for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, I guess. Wait, Scum and Villainy, like the bar that always does like the Star Wars thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, okay. There's, there's this bar in LA that I like to go to called Scum and Villainy, which started out as a Star Wars themed bar. I'm not too big into Star Wars, but they changed the theme every month. Oh, really? Um. Um, the last time I went, it was Game of Thrones, and I had this really good like um, beer and shot called a uh, Brandon Hodor, which is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, they had um, some amazing. Uh, actually, hold on, let me read off the drinks to you because the drinks are were pretty pretty baller. Yeah, let me hear some of these drink names. So uh, let me tell <laughs> tell me about the drinks that ended up sending you to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> Weirdly enough, guess what? Which one it was? Was it Exodia? Dark Magic Attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know. I guess Duel Links is like a new phone game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's the new gacha game for Yu-Gi-Oh. That's fucking radical. I think it's I a might... gacha game. It probably plays more like Hearthstone I, or something. I'll get into a gacha game. I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I grew up on that shit. So the first one is Dark Magic Attack. And man, I gotta say, before I read some of these, to you the pitches for some of these drinks are cheesy as fuck it's terrible but i thought i grew up on the wb kids like Yu-Gi-Oh dub which was yeah 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 incredibly cheesy so it kind of reminded me of when i was a kid this ancient magic formula is here to save the day with its unique mixture of smooth and creamy cruzan coconut rum refreshing lime juice simple syrup and butterfly pea powder which is like a grape sort of purple powder <laughs> pea powder um <laughs> <laughs> a burst stream Feel invincible with this legendary blend of Firefly White Lightning Whiskey, Muddled Mint, Simple Syrup, Fee Foam, and Blue Cacao. What is Fee Foam? I have no fucking clue, okay. dude. <laughs> did you get one of all of these beverages? I only got Dark Magic Attack because it was so good. I did get one. I did get another drink. Um, you remember that really gross green and blue milk that they serve in Star Wars Land? Yeah. They have alcoholic versions of that, and holy shit... Horrid. It is delicious. I pour it into my cereal. It's that good. Oh, yeah. That's I, a very strong cereal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, like, there's so many weird bars in LA. Did you? I got. I know. I know. Uh, we're a game design podcast. Hello. My name is Blake Rea. I know we're talking. I know we're oh, supposed yeah, to talk I'm, about I'm AJ Hart. Uh, uh, but I got. There's some cool adventure shit yesterday. I, I tell that story because it was, like, game related because, you know, you go Duel Links, whatever. Yeah. And you it's got great. super fucked up I, on Dark Magician Blast. I, I went to an escape room yesterday. By the way, if you've never done the fucking escape room, it is the coolest most wonderful thing i've ever done other than the city museum in st louis i went to this bar called no vacancy and they tell you hey go up these two flights of stairs and you go up there and you knock. there's three doors right mm -hmm. you knock on one nobody answers you walk knock on another nobody answers the third and final door you knock on and a lady says come in now here's and my then, question yeah what if you just went and knocked on the third door first you just get let in Okay, cool. So it just sounds <laughs> only, like you went only, to the wrong door twice. I, I was I was changing up the story. We actually did knock on the right door the first time, but I was trying to build to it. You dude. Sorry. <laughs> so we get we walk in and there's this lady in a burlesque outfit on the bed. Okay. Uh, and then so this me and four other people actually sorry. Whoa, me okay. me and two couples are in this room with this lady and she's like all right, everybody, no flash photography or video making during the performance, please. And I'm like, 
I didn't sign up for this. I was. I just wanted to drink. I didn't know I was going to have to watch a strip show with my brothers. <laughs> this is not great. My brothers and their fiancés. I'm not. I'm so not into that. And she's like, all right, enjoy. She presses a button. The whole bed moves to the other side of the room, revealing a stairwell that you go down into the bar. Okay. And then you just drink. I sincerely hope that they have a backdoor exit because if this is a bar that in order to get there you have to go up two flights of stairs, See, not thought... make an ass in front of you, not make an ass of yourself in front of a burlesque dancer, uh-huh. and then go down a secret pair of stairs. Mm-hmm. If you get too fucked up and try to leave that process, <laughs> out about that, there's I it's gonna have three knock. sets of stairs that you could get harmed on. Oh, you know what's fucking crazy? I, first off, one I thought to leave initially, I would have to knock on the bottom of the bed to get out, <laughs> but. While I was going up those two flights of stairs, the handrail broke off of the wall, oh, and Jesus. I almost ate shit. It was terrifying because I was I was very drunk at this point. Yeah, because you two already got attacked by two dark magicians, and then you were going <laughs> to go to the secret bar that took you that took three staircases yeah. and two secret yeah. doors. Dude, there's like so many secret bars in L.A. Like I found. Uh, Wait, how did you get out? How, I, they actually just had a regular ass back door. You okay, could go they did have a back exit. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. No, there's like there's apparently there's these two brothers. Um, that opened up a bunch of speakeasy bars throughout LA where you can only get to them through weird means. Another one is like a 70s themed bar with like 70s furniture. You have to walk into a garage and then through a refrigerator to get into it. And it's beautiful. It's a really, really, really cool little dungeon hoppy thing. We should get into games though. Yeah, let's talk about some fake video games. Cool. I'm going to work. I'm going to nurse this coffee next to me and deal with this hangover. And hopefully, I because come up with you some are in the shadow realm. Because I'm in the shadow. <laughs> hopefully, I will be able to bring you back. You got to give me from the uh, graveyard. What, fuck. What's the uh, reborn? The, the the that little knife that has the wings on it. Monster reborn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh boy, I sure do remember you, Gio. <laughs> oh, also, uh, shout out to our Discord who is like supporting me through my my drunken haze. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving us all these really funny, uh, fucking like Exodia, Exodia cast uh, inebriation or yeah, something. Yeah, they had some good pulls. Uh, somebody in there made a pot of greed joke. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right, All right here's game. the first video game submission this week. This comes to us on Twitter from Nick King B. Foley. Yo, yo, yo. At 69420. Nice, nice. <laughs> that name never gets old. <laughs> Untitled Goose Game, but with Chocobos from Final Fantasy. I have never played Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, What do Chocobos do so they're other big, than rideables? They're giant chickens. And there's like a spinoff where like you can be a Chocobo that goes through like dungeoneering adventures. <laughs> but what I want to kind of focus on. Wait, I want to focus on that game. That game rocks. Uh, the Chocobo adventure game. I've never played it. I think it's on the Switch now. Oh, that's, and I that's assume super cute. It's like a Pokemon mystery dungeon clone, but mm-hmm. that's just an assumption. Okay. But what I'm really interested in isn't the idea of just running around as a giant chocobo, which is essentially just a really big athletic chicken. <laughs> it's it's the jock of birds, truly. I want I love that as a name, athletic chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but rather than just like messing around with like your farmers and chasing your a little boy into You're the with telephone, angsty boys while they're trying to go about their cooking and fishing business. I want to I want to mess with the four boys from Final Fantasy 15. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want to mess with Cloud and Tifa and Sephiroth from Final Fantasy 7. And I want to be a little chocobo that is just harassing Ifrit, the god of flame, and chasing down and, sw- and fishing for the Leviathan or 
just poking Tiamat with a stick. Like as a I, bird? <laughs> as a bird. Okay, so you're you are you are a bird just basically ascending in annoyance annoyances. Out so you're to start- annoy the very gods themselves. <laughs> so you're going to start off with like you come across like the four angsty boys in their the first level's their camping site. The first level is And the- they're all going about their own little individual business like what's his face the the lead prince boy that gets a dumb mustache by the end of the game. Oh, he does get a really ugly <laughs> gets like facial a, hair. He gets like just like a non he looks Although, like a twirly. He looks like he's going to sell me snake oil. You know what I mean? Yeah, Prompto's is worse because it's like the exact same character model face just with a goatee now and it's really horrible. To look at. <laughs> so you kind of go about like their business. You're trying to annoy them to You're giving their... their car a flat tire. You're making oh. Ignis put too much salt in the top ramen. Or 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 you're trying to annoy them enough to where you end up getting the car keys because you're a chocobo <laughs> with bi- you're a chocobo with big dreams and you want to get across country and you hop to go... in their cool car yeah. and then you drive away to go harass. No other nobility. Yeah, basically. Or you can do a thing where, like, the opening scene, the opening scene is like this random ass chocobo getting wronged by the god of flame or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, they cook all of his pack, and like he gets a nice little chicken bucket of chocobos, some athletic chicken nuggets. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also really <laughs> like the idea of a chocobo stealing Sephiroth's sword, and then like right, <laughs> right in the final climactic moment when Just Sephiroth and it. Cloud are going to fight, Sephiroth's like, "Oh, damn." <laughs> My kick-ass sword is gone. <laughs> I I kind of like the idea of a chocobo with cloud sword. Oh, it's hell just yeah. so, Who doesn't? It's just so big and dumb and what the fuck? Sephiroth's sword is also very big I've never seen Sephiroth's sword. So it's like a katana. Okay. Now make it longer. Now make it longer. So Make it a little bit longer. Uh, okay. Just a teeny bit longer in okay. your head. So it's like the world serpent of swords, basically. It's real fucking long. <laughs> but it's still like the normal like katana length, so it's uh-huh. just like a big stick. Okay, real question. Is it as long as Kamina's katana in that one longer. shot? Longer. Really? Yes. God, I, side side conversation here. I love Let's th- talk about Gurren Lagann again. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm always down for this. I can never get that image out of my head. If you guys have never seen Gurren Lagann, there's this scene where the one of the main the main character, Kamina, obviously, yeah. is pulling a katana, but they like animate the fuck out of it where it takes up the whole screen. Yeah, he has like and a- his arms just keep extending. <laughs> he has a really long speech, and so he's like <laughs> Dragging the sword out for the entire instead, line, but instead of making the, the 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 sword movement slower, they just kept it going yeah. fast, but just extending the sword. I love the visuals of Gurren Lagann so, so much. Dumb and okay, but like that same energy. So the well, we accidentally ended up talking about Gurren Lagann, so that activates the secret game where now you have to give me a new video game idea. Really, you don't want to talk about athletic chocobos, or we kind of nailed that game. I think we nailed it. So it's you're just fucking with people until you get to the fire god. Before we jump. And all how other do, gods. How do I don't f- want to just fuck with Ifrit, the god of flame. I also want to fuck with Tiamat. I want to fuck with... Is Tiamat like a huge like character in all of media? Because I know there's Tiamat, the five-headed dragon from Dungeons and Dragons lore. I, it's like there's the Tiamat from name. Night Vale. There's Tiamat from fucking... Well, actually, I think Tiamat from Night Vale was based off of Tiamat from Dungeons and Dragons. I'm but... sure it's like a namesake for some old, old-ass legend. Like Bahamut is in everything. I absolutely want to be a chocobo to fuck Baphomet? with Bahamut. Do you mean Bahamut or Baphomet. Uh, same thing. Baphomet 2. Maybe they both hang out in the same Baphomet, cave. Baphomet 2, Electric Boogaloo. Baphomet, Baphomet 2 and Bahamut are all hanging out and you as a chocobo <laughs> go into their cave and you're trying to make them all start fighting each other. 
And then in that level, you can also get the Final Fantasy like 10 characters. Like the three girls from Final Fantasy 10 2, you can get uh-huh. them to all place bets on which of the great dragons, Bahamut, Baphomet, and Baphomet 2 Electric Boogaloo, is going to win the fight. <laughs> okay, I'm into that. All right, cool. Let me give you a game. <laughs> all right, give me one. All right, AJ, I got a little game for you and I to play in this next submission, okay? All right. This one comes to us from Valentine Hearts in Your Eyes at Dustin Your Eyes. AJ inserts random candy. Blake inserts random weapon. A third-person action slasher, but you can't use zombies as enemies or a cheerleader as the protagonist because Lollipop Chainsaw already did that. Okay. So, five seconds. Wait. I need more than five seconds. (laughs) I got it. Wait, I should probably find out if there's a name for this candy beyond the branding that I know of. Well, I'm sure if it's well-known enough, people will get it. All right, you ready? Really? That's what it's called, huh? Okay. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Weed whacker, popping candy. What? Pop. So like pop like pop can- rocks. Pop rocks. I okay. looked up what oh. pop rocks are called. Like the official term for pop, pop rocks. Uh, use pop rocks. It's like it's like if somebody were to like. Uh, there are things where that take over the name. Like you wouldn't call like a, a photo editing program its name. You just call it Photoshop. Or you call wide out, wide out. Okay, that's fair. You know, okay. Fine. No, I've never heard of Pop Rock, so it's uh, <laughs> Pop Rocks Weed pop, Whacker. Pop Rocks Weed Whacker. <laughs> pop Rock Weed Whacker. Okay, you know what? That's kind of cool because you know, you know, we could do this cool thing where as the Weed Whacker spins, it sends out Pop Rocks that are like sparks on whatever the fuck they hit. Ooh, yeah. So maybe now our we main need to figure out what like some our... sort of fire themed Weed Whacker. Okay, I, I think it's a gardener who got wronged. Gardener that got wronged is and... now imbued with the abilities and powers of Hellflame. <laughs> Imbued with the powers of weed whacker used for <laughs> used for justice. What are you talking about? There needs to be. There's no magic involved here. This is just a straight up a guy with a weed whacker. If backyard wrestling can use them and make it badass, I guess we can too. What is he facing? Uh, okay, what's something like a zombie, but not like what's something you can give in hordes? I want to say Angels. vampires. Very different routes we took there. So. I think are it, they? What are they the same? Well, I, you know, how about this? How about this? Because I, I think Chainsaw's thing, it lacked a little variety. So how about they're going up against mythical creatures? So like a, a, the final level is angels, but maybe they're fighting werewolves. They're fighting vampires. They're fighting, uh, I don't know, Sasquatch is one of the levels. Okay, hold on. Wait, maybe they are fi- fighting off vampires. Uh-huh. What's something, what's something you think would have a weakness to Pop Rocks? Oh, wait, no. It has to be vampires, because you know what happens when Pop Rocks pop? They make light. Oh, shit. So you sprinkle a little bit of Pop Rock on these vamp dudes, <laughs> and then they just turn into Swiss cheese, basically. Okay, so now we now we have a mechanic of the game. The okay. game, while you play it, has like a constant like push and pull between... like You have your Pop Rock maneuvers, where you're essentially just like... Dowsing them with pop rocks, dowsing uh-huh. them with other sort of ignitables. Oh, dude! You'll and be... then you trigger it oh, by hitting oh. them with the weed whacker combo finishers. H-H-H-H-H. So the more tags you're able to add onto an enemy uh-huh. with your like uh, pop rocks combos, mm-hmm. and then you hit them with a finisher from your like four hit weed whacker combo. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The more damage they take from the end of your finisher. There's the okay, okay. Hold on, I want to, I want to just throw a visual towards you. So okay. if, we're, if this is like a candy themed adventure, right? That's all about light. Um, two things. One, a person should try and hand them like a flashlight, and he's like, "No, nah, I got enough light right here." And he revs his weed whacker, and it creates <laughs> a bunch of sparks. Two, you remember as a kid, have you ever taken those lifesaver mints and popped them in your mouth in the dark, and it created a green flame? What? You've never done this? No. The pressure of the mint breaking in your mouth is enough to ignite a spark, 
Whoa. Yeah. So there should be this really, really cool scene where like he's they're surrounded, right? Mm-hmm. And he like takes a cool pose, pops one in his mouth, and bites down on it like Naruto <laughs> style when he bites into his or like um uh, Aaron from Attack on Titan, he like gnaws into his fucking hand. Yes. And it just like explosion happens around him of light. Yes, that's absolutely part <laughs> oh, like, of like the opening like, cinematic yeah. so we understand this character. Yeah, you see like all the tools they have at the beginning of the game, like all the candy themed tools. Again, I think it's very important that we lean away from Okay, we're at an impasse. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do we go ahead and parallel this with like Lollipop Chainsaw is like, I'm a cute high school girl uh-huh, uh-huh. and I'm gonna murder zombies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do we parallel that with our weed whacker character? And Uh maybe they're like a really cute weed whacker or just a cute gardener. Or are they like, how's it going? I'm here to garden. Oh, man, there's vampires now. AJ, you know who I want the star in this game? You were showing me pictures of him balancing Boba on his on his bara titties before we were recording this. The cosplayer, yeah, the cosplayer guy, Drayfin cosplay, the really fucking yoked dude. <laughs> yeah, just the. Jo- I'm I'm just your average sixteen year old high schooler. <laughs> okay, yes, but he's shaped like that, like <laughs> absolutely like fucking, fucking jack, like all muscle, all broad. <laughs> I'm just a 16-year-old boy. And I've he looks never like worked a, out in my life. And he looks like a goddamn JoJo's character. Yes. Okay, yes. JoJo character with a weed whacker has a surplus of candy yeah. on him. Yeah. And that's shonen as fuck, because, you know, like, the shonen characters are always eating, but they never fluctuate. Yeah. But he's like, I have a sweet tooth, but he's, like, fucking yoked out of his mind. So does he always have some Pop Rocks in his mouth? I think, yeah, he either always has a lollipop in his mouth, or he always has, like, some sort of candy going on. I like the idea that he always has a lollipop in his mouth, and I don't know if that's necessarily, like, a thing that he'll use in combat, but uh, it no, feels I, a little bit use, like Bayonetta, which I really enjoy. He can use it in con- in combat. You know why? He reaches to his mouth and pulls out the lollipop and throws it like a shuriken. <laughs> but he always has one. So, like, the moment he... Th- he Actually, that's like a super move. He just takes it and he throws it. And while, like, it explodes and they burst into flames or whatever, he says his cool one-liner and pops another one in his mouth. It's a... It, okay, here's what it is. Because, I, again, we have cool mechanics that I want to lean into. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can douse enemies with pop rocks, which uh-huh. you can then ignite with your finishers. Uh-huh. I think that there's an ultimate that is based on the lollipop in his mouth. Uh-huh. It's a, it is a <gasps> lollipop oh. that is filled to the brim on the inside with pop rocks. So you have mm-hmm. a gauge that's always timing down mm-hmm. for like the prime moment to throw it on an enemy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. deal like a big chunk of damage. How about this? Depending on the flavor of the lollipop, dictates the type of damage. I mean, the type of super it is. So you have raspberry lollipops, which are electrical damage or something. Yes. Then you have like the strawberry pop rocks, which are maybe like, oh, it's like a sticky thing. Like it traps all of the enemies there, okay. so you can. Yes. Yes. Oh, because you know, it'd be really cool. Like this game, like all beat 'em ups are built around combo settings. So if you yes. want, you can use these supers to prep yourself for a bigger combo to score like a rank S. I think that you, if you. Do the timing correctly and you mm. press the lollipop button instead of the melee finisher, uh-huh. you'll do that instead as like an animation cancel to oh. get bonus points. Oh, that'd be cool as hell. Here's okay, right on, right my on, right on. Question. Uh-huh. One more. Uh-huh. Are these lollipops found around or are they something that you have to buy at the in-game shop every cup uh, like that you'll find throughout <laughs> the level? I think you should do that. It could be like um like he has a candy dealer. Yeah, so it's like it's like the arm uh, the arms gal from uh Devil May Cry where yes. like she just shows up mid-level sometimes in her in yes, her yes, in her van. Yes, yes, so this yes. guy shows up 
I don't know how you got your candy as a kid, but I always got it from the ice cream man. So we need to have an ice cream man themed candy dealer that has a cool little candy shop. Might I propose to you this? Because I know that when I was in high school, there would be kids that had candy hookups in their lockers. (laughs) Like their locker was just set up like a tiny 7-Eleven. And they were like, what do you need? Monster energy drink? Pop rocks? Another How, monster energy drink? Weird, weird bubble gum? You know, it's so fucking weird. You know what my high school had? What? They had you ever did you ever that have, but drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was I actually did get I did get offered Coke a couple of times back in high school. Um no joke. Like seriously. Um they had uh these things called like uh Kool-Aid gummies or gummy candies. It's what they would be. It was like they'd give you a baggie full of gummy worms or gummy bears, uh-huh. but they would have spoonfuls of sugar and Kool-Aid in it, Jesus. and they would shake it around so like the, all the gummy things would get coated in Kool-Aid and sugar and all this grossness. Um, I got one of those one time because they're they're actually pretty delicious. I brought it <laughs> home, and my mom's like, are, are these drugs? <laughs> Why are you eating? No, I'm I'm not kidding. Like she looked at this as like, don't ever buy this again. There could be drugs in. These. I mean, to be fair, it is the you've described it in like the most suspicious way possible. <laughs> it, it was in a duffel bag. We had to go. We had to go around the you know the ba- the basketball court so the teachers wouldn't see us. Wow, this sounds a lot like drugs. <laughs> yeah, huh? it delivered to you in a in a sandwich bag in a duffel bag. <laughs> yeah. So that's our character. They're like this it was shady always candy given dealer. to you by Stony Johnson. <laughs> That's his name. It's without. It's Stony without knee. <laughs> Stony Johnson. Oh no! Wait, you know what it should be? It, anytime that character, the dealer shows up, their name is always in in parentheticals, and they always go by a different name every time you see them, even though they look the same. It's a surplus of air quotes brothers. <laughs> like the canon is that they're all brothers, but every yeah. time you find a new one, they all have like an air quotes nickname, and they all look the exact same. Maybe they're all different color jackets. <gasps> oh, you know, look, what's that anime that is about the like nine brothers that back in like 2012, uh, everybody was fangirling over oh, them? Oh, I know the one you're talking about. I they're don't all remember twins. The name they're like the, 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 the quintuplets, they're like quintuplets or, or whatever. Yeah, it's just all of them. It's just nine brother, twin brothers that, that all, all wear different <laughs> coats. <laughs> I got another video game submission for you. All right, so you tell me about it. This one comes from us on Twitter at no one gatheist. Mars commissions open a crime simulator, but only for small to medium level crimes, <laughs> like going over the speed limit or jaywalking. So okay, so is it like a VR game where you're just like job simulator where you're pre- put in different situations and you're trying to get away with like really misdemeanor laws? Yes. Okay. And it has to be misdemeanor laws. It is like. Like the smallest crime that you can get away with because you are being watched. Maybe the story is that your character's on like parole, Uh but he's got like the world's like most strict parole officer. (laughs) And he's like, I swear to God. You could could do a thing where it's like um, you combine Job Simulator with um, Mom Hid My Game. Have you ever seen that one? Where it's like like if you make the wrong move, it'll actually reveal the character that's watching you. So it could be that this parole officer... Is co- is somewhere hidden in the scene watching you do things, <laughs> and each th- you're given like a check mark list of like get away with doing this, find this, do you know, uh, steal this person's uh, paperwork or whatever. No, that's a big crime, and is I'm it, out. Okay, so I want this to be like sexy mis- crimes. You know what I mean? Like crimes sexy like- crimes aren't small though. No, because 
like people like sexy crimes are robbing a bank or like stealing a big ass car. <laughs> no, 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 no. When people say like, "Oh, I like bad boys," they're not talking about like fucking. Oh, they're not wh- talking about a guy who stole an eraser at a at a smart and final. They're yeah, talking- but they're not talking about a guy that's wanting wanted by the federal government. You, either. I very much disagree with that. <laughs> okay, what's the sexiest cr- kind of crime? The sexiest kind of crime. I think speeding is the sexiest kind of crime. Uh, yeah, I guess you could be like, hey, you want to go real fast real quick, and then you just, you're just you safe about it. Yeah, I guess it, that could it, be pretty it sexy. Needs to it gets be the, the adrenaline laws going. that you break within a reverence towards authority. Uh-huh. It can't be crimes that you do to harm, uh-huh. and it can't be crimes that you do for like, I, I need this money more than you. It okay. needs to be like, I did this crime because I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I grabbed some bubble gum and didn't pay for it because I don't care okay okay so if we're trying to do misdemeanor sexy laws sexy is, crime is taking one brand of jeans and putting it in another area of a walmart that also has jeans is that illegal no that's just that's obnoxious <laughs> <laughs> it's sexy though right <laughs> nothing sexier than fucking with retail workers who didn't ask for it? <laughs> Wait, no, no, what? no, no. We we can. Um, no, but you know what is a sexy crime? What? Cleaning up the workplace <laughs> for the workers that work there. Because I don't know if you're legally allowed to do that. Some may pro- probably something about like well, yeah, if you, you sanitariness. But well, like you're being helpful, and that's a sexy crime. Okay, here, no, 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 no. You are cleaning up a food place area because you have to be certified in like to work with food. Yeah, and managing those areas, you have to be properly trained for. So, <laughs> so sneaking into the back of the McDonald's and cleaning the grill—that's a sexy crime. What are you talking about? They don't have grills; they have microwaves. Okay. Have sneaking you ever looked into the, into the back, back of a McDonald's? Have you ever looked into the back of a McDonald's? I've done everything in I my love power Mc- to not I look love back McDonald's there. so much. I love nuggets. I love the fries. But <laughs> man, holy shit, it's scary back there. <laughs> so I think this is a video game where you're trying to do sexy crimes. Okay. Speeding. Could you stop calling it sexy crimes? These are not sexy crimes. Small crimes. Yeah, small crimes. It's like it's that's it's, a lot less interesting. Well, I mean, okay, like, then what is your what is your possible reason to be doing small crimes? Uh, if not to show how cool and banging you are, stealing things so other people can't steal them. So like you Some know counter heist yeah shit. so like I know a person's robbing a bank and I don't know why the answer for is for me to rob the bank versus just telling the police about it but I'm gonna steal the money first that's so a they big can't... crime and it's not but, okay and I'm not doing a then, video game about then, doing big but crime. then I sneak the money back into the bank and then that they, so they couldn't they couldn't get the money <laughs> I put the it's like I sneak in I take it and then I sneak out. And sneak back in and put it back. So nobody's harmed. I don't get paid for this job. I'm a fucking superhero. But then I'm you... Spider-Man. Spider-Man <laughs> doesn't get paid to save people. I'm taking money for a short <laughs> amount of time. I don't know why I'm yelling. I don't know why I'm passionate about this. Here's my problem. Okay, wait. Actually, vigilante oh, wait, justice <laughs> is a medium crime. Is it? Oh, I think it's a major crime because like Superman should have been jailed for how many people died in Man of Steel. He didn't do any of those murders. He got no. He actually threw he a guy, did do a lot of property he damage. Threw a guy through multiple towers. Okay, but that's destruction of property. Yeah, not but there vigilante are people. There justice. were people in there. Oh, so you're saying I'm like saying that, that one? That one Spider-Man guy that putting up. on a mask and punching bank robbers. Uh huh. He's not legally allowed to be punching bank robbers. Uh huh. But not nobody's really going to jail him for that's it. That's a medium-sized crime. Is that a sexy crime? Is that by what you were going for? 
Yes. Okay. Speaking of Spider-Man, by the way, we got a lot of tweets. No, AJ and I did not know about the Spider-Man musical, and us <laughs> and us reading that Wikipedia was a journey. It was such a trip. I'm, <laughs> I'm blown away that that was a thing that happened. I it was so PSA, Kelly Wallace. Piece, thank you very much. Thank you, Kelly Wallace. <laughs> PSA for anybody that doesn't know, Check there was out. a musical there called a... Spider-Man Something Darkness. Uh huh. And there was a lot of accidents in the production for this. Was that a sexy crime? D- doing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> allowing people to be hurt on your production, but the insurance covers it. Is that a sexy crime? No, that's an asshole. No, crime. that's just a dick move. <laughs> it's such a thin. It's such a. Th- it's not a thin line. It's, it's pretty. A, it's such pretty, a thin line, and I think that the only three sexy crimes that exist are jaywalking, speeding, and vigilante justice. <laughs> there was a great bit uh, Hannibal Burris did on jaywalking. Jaywalking is a fantasy crime. What? Just, yeah, he's like he's just I don't know do- what that means, but that's the most incredible <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. You know what, what else is a fantasy crime? What? Killing a king. You know what else oh is a fantasy God. crime? <laughs> what do you mean? Like some kings are okay. Killing a king is a I, fantasy crime. I would you king Ar- would you kill Arturia Pendragon, your emotional support e-girl? She's not an e-girl. There's no there's no paid premium for <laughs> What are you talking Arturia about? You king. you have paid for the seasonal Arturia Pendragon on your gotcha game. Not yet, but I'm going to this Really? Year. I thought you put in like money to get her. I've never paid for a limited servant. Well, she's your emo- she's a, your emotional support girl. gotcha girl. She, she is. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yes. There's tears to crimes. There's low crimes. Obviously, that's why there's first-degree manslaughter, second-degree manslaughter, and fourth-degree manslaughter. I don't know if there's a third one. We all know that those are not sexy, and those are not medium-sized crimes. Uh Uh-huh. But there's a lot of medium-sized crimes. Trespassing is a medium-sized crime. Okay. So is it? So basically, we're just trying to. Does destruction of property count as a small crime, a medium crime, or a large crime? It or is that about the amount done? Well, you know, we can actually use that as a gauge because, like, <laughs> if you, no, 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 stay with me, stay with me. Okay, okay. So exploding a building is massive Big crime. Writing um that that S that universal S thing and marker on a on that building is pretty small time. It's going to cost somebody some time to fix it. And or, then breaking a window is a medium yeah, crime. Yeah, because there's the now serious money needs to be paid. But breaking a window and entering is breaking and entering, and that's a big crime again. Man, we should study law. This is complicated. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a, it's just a. Actually, here's the game. Here's the game. Here's the game. <laughs> so you are given a situation, and you can only do the small crime. You a crime must be committed in every single area, but you need to figure out the lowest. The highest crime you can commit without without getting caught. Yeah, without getting well, not without getting caught, but without causing a big crime, like a big crime. So, like you're like you and you collect tools throughout the level. Like you can find a a sharpie hidden somewhere. You can find a rock. You can do all these crazy things. It is a multiplayer game. Maybe it's like four players. Oh no, (laughs) four players load into a zone, and there's like some, and their goal is everyone there is trying to prove how cool and sexy they are. And oh. by doing that, they're going to do crimes. So it's a one-up it's it's one game, basically. It's a one-up game, but and only one person can win, win and do the most cool crimes. Uh-huh. But if you go over a certain amount of points, and mm. the points will be semi-randomized and locked to different sc- scale of items, mm-hmm. but if you go too far... Uh-huh. You're not cool anymore, and you're just a D-bag. Also, you could do a thing where there's like, you know at the beginning of level, there's only 1,500 points to distribute. You each take a turn 
doing a thing, but you like this one's worth four hundred points, this one's worth twenty points, then it becomes the 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 game towards the end of that of like I want to do a crime, but is this going to send us over the point limit mark and my character's going to get caught? So it's like twenty. You're basically playing twenty one. Yeah, with points. But you're for trying, crimes. Yeah, but for crime, <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to collect the most amount of points, and then that's it. I like this. Let's, I like this. Put, I, put a pin in it. We came put around it on it. I want to put a pin in it because this is cool, actually. Okay, cool. Uh, did I give you a game? Yeah, no, I need to give you a game now. Give me one. Oh, my God. Actually, this might bleed into our previous game. Okay. This one comes to us on uh, from Andrew Gervasio on uh, email. A game which tricks the player into causing massive property damage by using AR technology to place, quote, enemies in their home, which can only be defeated with the legendary sledgehammer. So it's like you put on that, uh, you know, like there was that AR, uh, there was that goggle headset you can get where you actually see through it, mm-hmm. but there's a there's two projectors in it that project what you're seeing on a plane of glass in your area. Yeah. So like I can look at you, but I would still have projections on my eyes, basically. Yeah. So we're doing a game like that. So like you're walking around your house and it'll randomly select or put enemies within your field of view. So you have to kill them, but <laughs> you know what it does? It puts them... So temptingly close to the fragile things, <laughs> where like you have your sledgehammer, you punch your, this guy in the head, and it's like right it's next the, to a window, next to you, a picture of your parents, <laughs> 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 or it's next to your great grandma's urn on the on the on the on the pan, on the uh, what's the thing above the fer- fireplace banister? Yeah, banister. <laughs> And it's just constantly baiting people into making the world's most tragic mistakes. Yes. And you know what? It starts out super simple at first. There's just one enemy to where you can easily avoid things. But then it becomes so, like, gun, uh, what's it called? Like a uh, a gun hell sort of thing where there's just enemy after enemy spawning. You can't control yourself too well. And it always ends in you breaking something. Here's the one catch about this game. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like people are going to start to play it and they're going to realize that it's a, like a risky maneuver and that they shouldn't do it. Uh-huh. And so we need to think about how do we keep people playing? Uh-huh. We need to make sure that we get them addicted to this. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I mean like problematically addicted. Oh, I mean no. like gambling addiction level addicted. Okay. So is it like cookie clicker thing where it counts the amount of enemies you've beaten in your total run? And it's all it's, public. Yeah, it's all public high scores. Like, this person's defeated a thousand enemies today. So, like, oh, you know, they do a thing, like, I'm going to take a little, like, a little, a weird thing from, um, I one wheel. That's how I get around okay. in a lot of places. You actually get to see a live feed of the most miles traversed by any every single one wheeler in the world. Oh, fuck. Have you made it on that leaderboard I yet? I have not. <laughs> but you but can now actually, you want to. You can see, um total values and you can see daily values so there's two leaderboards people can get on they can get on the grand total of like this person has played every single day and has gotten this amount of character uh, monsters beaten they, who's going to be our champion of the day so we get yes. people addicted to be like yeah i won four days in a row on it'll be i want to get league levels of like investment from people okay so then here's how this works now uh-huh arg game and i think that like the technology that puts the enemies closer and closer to fragile objects. Uh-huh. I think that that gets l- slowly pushed into our programming. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that when this game launches, it's just a fun like ARG. I'm punching whatever's in front of me. Video game. It's very cookie clicker or Flappy Birds esque. It's just mm-hmm. like people are just Sweet having the nation. They're That'll having awesome. such a good time with our cool punch game. Mm-hmm. 
And then, oh man, it's Once, weird. We had an accident reported about somebody breaking all the windows in their home. That's oh crazy. My god. Oh my god. Oh, that's crazy that like everybody <gasps> that's in the top hundred all talks about how they punch AJ, their AJ, grandma's AJ, urns. AJ, 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 I have, I have the most divisive, beautiful level thing to do. Give me that villainous nugget. So the game at the beginning requires you to go around your house. Yes. Little do they know there's a camera on the headset <laughs> and it will scan your house as you go through the game slowly replacing your vision with a 3D version of your home <laughs> that removes or takes a, or adds things to it it just so slowly enters the home forward and back no 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 it, it it slowly takes over like instead of you seeing through the headset into your real life home now you're seeing a 3D rendered version of your home <laughs> to where you it'll be like um, you would be in your headset and you have your headphones on, so you can't hear anything outside, right? And there's a they put an enemy right where the lamp near the um the entry hallway is. Mm -hmm. But in the game, there's nothing there but an enemy. So you're actually you think you're hitting an enemy, but it turns out you're breaking a vase and can't tell. So yes. the moment you take the headset off after a great session and you want to get some Mountain Dew or something, yeah, you look at your home that's been destroyed. So like it, it it's something that happens gradually. Yeah. Like over a hundred rounds. Such a villainous evil tactic. Here's my one question because uh -huh. we have the perfect program now and the perfect fun way to get our audience to absolutely destroy everything in their home. Uh-huh. What do we get out of this? Um, it, I think there's a battle pass thing. Like, you get more weapons, so we play no, Fortnite style. No, 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 Blake, 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 we as the game developer, we as spiritual successor, we've released this thing that is making everybody destroy everything in our home. Uh -huh. Why did we do this? Well, obviously, you and I are actually a glass pane replacing company <laughs> that is launching a game to help drive up our business. So you and I need to start making some real money, because we're podcasters. We don't make jack shit money. <laughs> you and I are going to open... Uh, a a, plan, a a window business, and you know what? Honestly, and we're gonna be like we... we're gonna be the only business in town. Get guess what? All the other warehouses who sell windows, they've broken them. <laughs> they got addicted. They got addicted to our game, so they broke their stock. So guess what, AJ? We're gonna be fucking thousandaires. Thousandaires. <laughs> <laughs> you got a game for me? <laughs> <laughs> you like the thousand airs bit i really do uh this comes from iterate onwards on twitter at iterate onwards uh-huh victorian vampire bride dating simulator oh. you're a victorian era woman who wants to become a vampire mm -hmm. to get cool powers you must convince the local vampire to turn you without alerting vampire hunters or your family to your ambitions Hey, you know what? You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Vampire. Vampire, but good. Yeah. <laughs> well, Vampire, he woke up and was just like, oh, man, I'm a vampire now. I want to get into the headspace of Bella from Twilight and uh -huh. this headset where she was like, I want to be a vampire. So this, so this is a Victorian AU version of Twilight. Yes. But okay, instead that's, of, that's a good basis. I like it. Instead of Bella being like, I want to be a vampire so I can be with you, she's like, I want to be a vampire so I can run super fast and throw big dogs around like 
tiny stuffed animals. See, and, I, I was in the and ninja kick trees and see in the dark and have future visions. So it's just about this woman who's like no other ambitions in life other than just like, dude, it'd be so sweet to see in the dark. It'd be so kick ass <laughs> to have cool vampire superpowers. That's so good. I fucking love that. You know that gives me like River City Girls vibes, where it's kind of like a cartoony sort of motivation, but it's still fun. Yes. What does she have to do? Is she earning her powers? That's her thing. She's, she's like earning. To she's convince. earning her powers because she just still she wants to experience something cooler and cooler every level. I think that it, it mentions that like it's a vampire dating sim, right? What? You're a Victorian uh Victorian vampire bride dating simulator. Oh, so we're a bride. Well, so, you're trying to find your vampire bride. Victorian era woman trying uh-huh. to date other women vampires. Okay, okay. Trying to find the perfect vampire bride to give uh-huh. you the perfect vampire powers. <laughs> this sounds like some I don't, this it's not go, about love. This could it's be not really... about who the cutest looking vampire bride is. <laughs> but they're going to be really cute. They're though. all going to be really cute. This is about just evolving past, like, just Genevieve has <laughs> super speed. That's really cool. Lady Montgomery mm-hmm. can produce blood around her. She can make an ocean of. She can summon blood, basically. That's pretty kick ass. Uh huh. Because you know what you could do? You could do a blood slip and slide. <laughs> that's just really cool. <laughs> well, that's what this Ju- game needs. It needs like weird, like she's using her amazing powers to do dumb, fun things. Just wants to prove how cool she and wa- awesome it would be to be a vampire. <laughs> she wants to see in the dark so she can go to those like complete pitch black dinner things. She's just like, <laughs> I want to know what those are all about. I want to see, but nobody will tell me. I need dark vision so I can see what they're serving us. Needing, <laughs> needing to drink blood. Whatever. Not being able to be in sunlight. Whatever. Uh-huh. I would never need to turn a light on in my house again and would save so much on my electricity I bill. A, I want to be a vampire so I can just sleep all day if I really wanted to. You know, like those some days where no you just can't. no one would judge me. Yeah, because so like you can. Yeah, there you go. It's and like, that's <laughs> the coolest superpower. When you're a vampire, you can do literally anything you want. Nobody because you're would a judge vampire. You. What the hell are they going to do? Tell you to stop? <laughs> oh, I'm going to eat you now. Idiot. And they become your next your next power, basically. <laughs> and then you get familiars. Yes. <laughs> That's kick ass. They become your entourage. They're like, they help you. Oh my God. That's another cool thing that vampires have. They get to be surrounded by yes men that are personally chosen (laughs) by them. So basically, I like it if when they become familiars, they're not like, you know, zombie, ghoul, husks, or whatever. They just become like, Little micro versions of our main characters, like fuck yeah, let's get cool shit. They become like party boys, you know what I mean? I love this. Just like always with you. I love this main character that is just interested in trying to get cool superpowers from vampires. Fucking fun of it. I love that. Oh my god, are we gonna make like them taking the powers really gory though? Oh yeah, no, it would be like really really graphic and horrible to look at visual (laughs) novels. We never address it. No, it's It's... like fun and like silly, like maybe like um, oh my god, like a like Catherine sort of gore, where it's like oh man, this is really fucking terrifying, but. Man, she's really cute. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that's a good way to d- describe it. Okay, okay. I... Now, here's the question. <laughs> I love this idea. Do we really want to create another batch of characters for another dating simulator? No, I think this one's fine. We let's not focus on the characters because okay. they're gonna they're just powers. We, we can't look at them as personalities. We got to look at them as the step forward. You're right. They're the pa- you're right. But... Trying to look at who these girls would be is. Uh-huh disservice to our main character who just wants their kick-ass powers. I, I want to take a, a uh, I just straight up going to steal it. Have you ever heard of the comic series American Vampire? No. It is this really, really, really cool series about um, the first vampire, actually 
the first or the first group of vampires to be to be born in North America. And every country has its own um, set of vampires who have their own skills. Oh, that's so cool. it starts out in Victoria, a Victorian era, and it's her growing old through the ages. And there's new activities in every generation. So, like, she's in Victorian era. Now she's in World War II era, where there's motorcycles and cool shit for her to do with her powers. Then she goes to the 50s, <laughs> where there's drive-in movie theaters, and she has a bunch of cool things there. Also, now is she trying now, to just amass more cool powers yeah, with every generation? Yeah. And okay. then she, all, and then it grows like once it kind of like um, grow starts growing through time. She can go to different continents and meet new vampires with new bases for vampires. What powers. I like about this is that it, there's a lot of franchising potential, yes, right? Yes, yes, we, yes. We yes. have. A game uh, for we every have Victorian era. Vampire Braid Dating Simulator 1, where uh-huh. it's in the Victorian era. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we take this main character, and you do a save transfer, and it's only going to change, like, one line of dialogue with uh-huh. the next game. <laughs> and then Kabushki, she's like, how's it going? My name's Juliet Von Vampire, and I can now see in the dark, after, thanks to my cool adventures in the last video game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the only time it's ever mentioned. And then the game <laughs> continues with our sequel game. <laughs> so we, we, we market it as, like... Each game affects the other one just as much as like Mass Effects does. Yeah, but, but like this super one doesn't. super doesn't. <laughs> That's messed up, dude. <laughs> All right, do you have a game for me? Oh, actually, wait. I I actually you chose, give me one. That was, I chose that game too. Like I I, I, <laughs> Beat I, you I, I thought it was a really fun one. All right, this one comes to us on Twitter from Winter Phoenix at Winter Phoenix. A game where you need to survive in the woods with some stuffed animals that may or may not be haunted. <laughs> so this is dark because you could do you can market it like um the what's that one game that markiplier did that was really sad it- presentable liberty so it could be also like- huge i'm gonna censor that because if no joke okay hey, if let me you take guys it again. want a kick-ass let's okay. play to just watch through please sit down and watch Markiplier play Presentable Liberty. Yes. It is one of the most phenomenal Let's Play experiences I've ever gone well, through. Well, now I can't give my pitch because it's going to give some of the shit away. Dang it. Well, okay. So, <sighs> AJ, you boofed me. I'm sorry. You can't give <laughs> okay. the submission because okay. you're going to spoil one I of mean, the greatest short films I've ever seen. It's not a short film. It's a video game. It's so we don't much. Make, we didn't make short films here. Markiplier's Let's Play of that game is so much more than a Let's Play and you know it. Yeah, it's, man, it's really <laughs> good. It's so good. Okay, so let me let me try. Give me a couple seconds and let me try and think of a different demand. Okay. Do, you have an, do you have an idea for this haunted game? Read it off to me one more time. Okay. This one comes to us from Winter Phoenix, a game where you need to survive in the woods with some stuffed animals that may or not be haunted. How about this? I love the idea of a survival game where one of the key angles is that it may or may not go horribly wrong. I have an idea. Because I love the idea that it just doesn't. I have an idea. So it's a survival game. So you ever play The Forest? Yes. Yes. So we're going to take that kind of thing. You are crash landed or something on an island and you have to survive. But all you have to keep you company are these stuffed animals inside of these stuffed animals are critical resources that you can use to build a better camp, build better weapons. But you have to sacrifice them. The more you sacrifice, the more haunted the island becomes around you and the harder the game gets. Okay, I'm so like, into that. So like you your first problem that you encounter is like I have no kindling because all of the um wood around here has been soaking wet from rain. So unless I get unless I get my cold meter up, 
um, I'm going to die. So, like, you find out that, like, all the stuffed animals are in their nice little uh, Build-A-Bear boxes that are completely dry. You can burn one of the... You can burn Randy the Randy the raccoon. Might I propose to you this alternative? Uh-huh. Only one of them is haunted. Oh. And so it's select- always randomly generated which one. Because I, 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 the thing that I want to key in on is the sentence... May or may not be haunted. Uh-huh. Because you could say that about literally anything. I mean, I like the idea of you know it because I, I'd like an idea that projects this stress of like So you want to handle I need haunted to, dolls. I need to con- I need to constantly weigh the pros and cons of sacrificing another one of my stuffed animals to that survive. May or may not be haunted. I think they're all haunted because <laughs> here's the thing. I think like say you you start the game with five stuffed animals. Okay. Um the more you sacrifice, the crazier and more distorted and horrors that happen around you that make the game harder. They, If you sacrifice them, it'll make the game easier in that moment and might give you the leg up to get the resources that you need to survive tomorrow. But like you know that the game is going to be one step harder now. And then you're constantly presented with situations like that to where you're down to like the fifth animal. So like say <laughs> so say you sacrifice all five. Now, of course, all these of are them just the... Freddy Fazbear animals, right? <laughs> sure. Okay. No, we're not. No, 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 no. We're going to come up with our own IPs because we've been doing nothing but basing our games off of other IPs, which All is great. Right, we got a pl- platypus, an otter. A squid. A squid. Um, um, can I think of another wet mars- a wet mammal? Why would you want to do a wet mammal? Because I said otters, platypus, and squid, and... How about Gappy Bearas hanging out around water? Gappy Bera? It sounds like a it sounds like a it's like a really Pokemon. really big. What about a crocodile? Rodent. Crocodile's not a mammal, but it is aquatic, so I'll count it. There we go. That's our five. <laughs> Squids aren't mammals either, dude. I know you messed up twice. That's what? okay. I forgive you. <laughs> okay, so the more you know what you know what I haven't seen a whole lot of. I want to see more water horror. I don't see enough of it. I know Subnautica got a little... Yeah, Subnautica exists, got a, got and a that's little, about it. Well, but that's not really meant to be horror. Um, I know there are horror elements Selma to it. Selma takes place underwater, if that counts for anything. Yeah, but that's more of like an AI thing. that like That's like saying Rapture takes place underwater, and that's... So a, it's a horror water. It's just a yeah, horror. Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's a building that could be anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it would be kind of cool that the more you sacrifice them, the more water-based horrors start happening. So, like, say you off you off the squid, right? Uh-huh. You suddenly now it introduces this gamble of any time you go near a puddle of water, a ghost tentacle will reach out of it and try and take you into it and drown you. Yeah. So now you run this gamble of like, I need to go drink some some river water that isn't the ocean. Anytime you go near it now, there's going to be this added level of difficulty and spooks. Yeah. I could picture Markiplier playing that and going like, <laughs> Is that a good Markiplier scream? That's pretty decent. <laughs> All right. Do you have another game? I could, but I think it's time for us to pick our nugget. Okay. I think our nugget is Weed Whacker Fire, uh, Pop Rocks. I think our nugget is the competitive game where you are in a space trying to do crimes uh-huh. to outcrime your friends okay. without breaking the crime budget. Okay, so are you Okay, so what are some of our enemies in the VR game? I'm not deciding on the nugget yet, not but I'm the trying to VR figure VR game. Uh-huh. This is the game about trying to do the sexiest crimes to show that you're the sexiest criminal without doing a big crime. Um 
I don't know if there's legs on that, man. You don't I think feel was, that I as, think, a, as a good was, party game nugget? No, I think it's fun, but I think I want to go with uh, uh, Weed Whacker Pop Rocks. All or right. Pop Rocks Weed Whacker. Pop Rock Weed Whacker. Okay. I really wish that we had picked a pair of candy and power tool that felt nicer to say. <laughs> like Lollipop Chainsaw is just fun. Yeah. Pop Rock Weed Whacker is... <laughs> weed ra- no, we call it Weed Whacker Pop Rocks. There you go. We Inverse it. it. Weed, yeah. rock, weed, weed, weed whacker, whacker pop rocks. rocks. Weed whacker's a tough one. We, weed whacker pop rocks party. There you go. Because it's chainsaw murder, uh, chain, uh, lollipop chainsaw massacre. We can do. Does weed... it have the word massacre at the end of that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I think lollipop... it's just lollipop chainsaw. Because no. there's a whole franchise of movies called Chainsaw Massacre, and I think you're getting that mixed up. Maybe. Okay, but either way, I think that's still good. All right. Weed whacker pop rock party. Weed Whacker Pop Rock Party is not mm-hmm. horrible. Okay. So, so, hey guys, we actually implemented a very, very new thing uh, to our Discord this week. Do you want to start that I, I need, now? I, I need to give that now because this is going to affect the conversation. Okay, that's fair. So, we uh, are trying to figure out uh, cool new ways that we can work on our Patreon. And we have introduced, uh, just for our $2 tier that has like our ghost tapes and our, and our Discord... You can actually now submit bosses that we will introduce into our nug at the end of every single episode. So we're basically going to be smashing ideas from all of the all, uh, all of your different ideas. So we're going to read off some of the bosses from our Discord, and we have to introduce them into Weed Whacker Pop Rock. All right. Might I propose to you this? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What'd you find? The physical embodiment of the YouTube algorithm, and that comes from Andrew David on our Discord. So just constantly being marked as NSFW and not for children. It's the physical embodiment of the YouTube algorithm, and uh-huh. here's why I want this to exist. Okay. I think that if we're creating a character action game, we need to think about our rogues gallery. Uh huh. And if our rogues gallery has one enemy that is the physical physical embodiment of the YouTube algorithm. Might I propose to you this buck wild idea? Uh-huh. Another boss is the physical embodiment of the Instagram algorithm. How it looks is- exactly like the physical embodiment of the Facebook algorithm, except the Facebook algorithm is the algorithm that tells only lies. So wait, oh Okay, you need to you need to shorten that up because that was uh, broke my brain a okay. little bit. All of the bosses that we will face in this are video algorithms. game are alg- are the physical embodiments of different social media algorithms. Okay, Pop Rock Weed Whacker is a gardener who has dreams of being a the- candy based. <laughs> <laughs> like shop. Like he wants to own a candy shop of his of He wants his own. to be a candy-based social media influencer. Oh my god, this is awesome. Unfortunately, all of the vampires are attacking him. See, oh, but you know, this actually this could be have like some cool social connotations because like people who are a slave to their to their Instagram followers and shit like that, those are they're vampires in that sense. <laughs> so he oh my god, AJ, you cracked this like right out of the gate. I wanted to read off some more, but like well, you know. Holy I'm, shit. I'm welcome to hearing about some other themes for our rogues gallery of villains. Okay, hold on. Let me let me go here. But again, I think that if we're gonna talk about a boss fight from our Patreon Discord, mm-hmm. I want this boss. This boss is going to affect the rest of this character action video game because a character action video game is only as good as its bosses. Um, <laughs> I want. There's okay. I have a good one. Um, Flip K uh, <laughs> just says capitalism. 
It's the boss fight of it. Wait, that's the final boss. <laughs> so he, they're fighting. That's the secret behind all social media. It's about selling things. So the oh. final boss is he has to fight capitalism itself to run to open his store. What I candy. like about this is that it is it is a humble gardener yeah. out to destroy all forms of the, all of the toxic energies within social media. Yeah. Out to destroy the very issue of capitalism, this trickle-down economics, this, this That's that's what he says. It's like at the end of it, it's like the capitalism's like they're bleeding out li- black licorice. And he, he's like <laughs> I'll show you your capitalism. It shoves the weed whacker in his mouth and just turns it on into this big blade-esque vampire explosion. And it explodes into like fireworks and candy yeah. and joy and happiness. Yeah. Because like, this is a candy-themed game and I don't want it to be brutal. You know what would be so cool? Also, we- capitalism's definitely like a good metaphor for like vampirism. <laughs> And, and you, I don't mean you, that the other way around. I don't mean that vampirism is a good metaphor for capitalism. <laughs> you know where the final boss thing, the boss fight takes place? On top of the I was thinking, Eiffel Tower. That's France. That is very, no. All vampires I, are French. What? <laughs> what, what are you, you talking want, about? What do you want to do? I was do thinking it? the front lawn of the White House. So like the explosion happens <laughs> like right there and you just have the American flag just waving. With this big pop rock explosion, just like really lean into it, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> so our rogues gallery is the physical embodiment of different social media algorithms. Yes. The Twitter one is just fucking crazy, and he's trying to show you all of the like haunting images of your friends, all of the, <laughs> all of the shoppers or uh-huh. all of the shop keeps that you met through the adventure mm-hmm. he's trying to show you all of the things that they liked and he's like oh, did you know that your friend he really likes butt stuff <laughs> Wait, like, oh, i really which, didn't which, need which to know that. instagram uh this is the twitter one okay that's trying I, to like force uh, the people around you their personal knowledge that he's mm-hmm. trying to be like did you know that jeremy's been upselling you way more than he should have been so it's basically a psychic battle at that point yeah. so he's they're the they're like the ninjutsu ver- character basically yes i you know be really cool if we're playing into this whole thing of like maybe the character's inner battle is like the reason he's always been a gardener has never opened his candy shop is he never felt like he was good enough. Like he never <laughs> felt like he could have a good enough social media presence and all this all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. What if the Instagram thing it summons like clones? They're like great it's it like uh, it pulls up a picture of somebody being more successful and they claw themselves out of the picture and are like a gray clone. It's like a better version of the main character. Basically, yeah. Yes. So he has to fight these like uh, clones made of like uh, silver powder and ash. So like when they explode, they just like pow- like black powder explodes from them. Okay, I like that. Facebook analytics are upscaled. That was uh-huh. a huge thing that like Facebook did a while ago. <laughs> they came out that Facebook was like, oh, that's Facebook. weird that all of our analytics said that they were way better than they actually were. Oh my so, but god! Also, Facebook just shovels you shit. So here's the enemy. the The final boss or the the boss I- fight of the Facebook analytic is. Uh-huh. Way too many mob enemies, uh-huh. and when they hit you, it looks like it takes a huge chunk of your health away, uh-huh. but it didn't really. Like, your gauge changes a lot more than the actual numbers behind it, uh-huh. so it'll look like you have no health left, but you've there's ha- more you have fla- There's more flash effects that can get in the way of you reading moves, so it is still a challenge, Yes, but it actually isn't as bad as you think. It yeah. just feels that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. also have a, a little backstory for the Facebook person. Okay. So they're all about, like, showing inflated numbers, right? Uh-huh. The... That 
the fir- it's the first boss, so they're going to be the easiest. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you have to deal with the enemies, but the moment you get to the final stage where it's they're just a giant like torso over a cliff, you know, like swiping at you, but the moment you hit them, it just erases like a big amount of them. Yeah. And to reveal some small scrawny boss that <laughs> dies in one hit. Yes. So it's like just all this weird illusion thing. And I think that would be a good way of learning how boss fights work, mm-hmm. learning that they kind of represent something about social media. And it's pretty fucking crazy. And the final boss of capitalism is just a vampire. It's just like a Dracula ass <laughs> oh, vampire. Oh yeah, that's right. We were trying to t- <laughs> they were trying to mix vampires into this. Yeah, they're vampires. That's <laughs> important to know. These oh, are shit. all vampires. <laughs> all social okay. media algorithms are vampires. Yeah, they're fair. sucking you dry. <laughs> Hey, AJ. Make sure you share this on Twitter. I was so... Yeah, right? Uh, Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Facebook. I'm a vampire. (laughs) Um, No, I was actually really worried when you said this. The embodiment of that. I was like, how in the world are we going to make that work? But you knocked that shit out of the park. Thank Thank you. It was Andrew, right? Yeah. Andrew, thank you very much for that. (laughs) Holy shit, I'm so excited to do more of these boss fight submissions, AJ. I am too. So, oh my god, we gotta come up with a name. For the boss fights? Or no, the video game? For the video game. Oh, I, th- I think the game is locked. It's Pop Rock Weed Whacker. So, <laughs> uh, Pop, Pop Rock Weed Whack. I was, <laughs> I was thinking Weed Whacker Pop Rock Party. Weed Whacker Pop Rock Party is or pretty we could just, kick-ass. Or we can just be like, it could be just, uh, we just call it Pop Rock. Or Pop Rock. No, right? it needs the Weed no, Whacker. No, you're right. It does need the Weed Whacker. But we bit should differentiate from Lollipop Chainsaw too much. So Weed Whacker Pop Rock Party is good. And uh-huh. we're going to go with that. Okay, sweet. Oh, my God. You ready to go to Patch Notes, Blake? I am ready to go to Patch Notes, AJ. Let's go to Patch Notes. Hello, and welcome to Patch Notes with <laughs> AJ Hart. Now, I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, AJ and Blake, I have a kick-ass boss fight that I would like to submit. Well, then why don't you come on down to the patreon bonuses and (laughs) if you sign up for just two dollars a month we're going to be able to hook you up with those with that discord with those ghost tape episodes and you're going to be able to submit your boss fights to us on our discord here 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 aj i got it come on down to the patreon we go hook you up to the water and hole of ghost tapes uh our private discord where you can uh come dunk on me and my denim perversions (laughs) that was a big thing on twitter check that out (laughs) and uh if you guys want to um submit to boss fights and if you guys have any thoughts about doing the boss fights through this discord system please tweet at us and let us know like we're new to this patreon format we're new to trying to Make sure that that Patreon is worthwhile for our audience, but we we don't want to create something that's exclusionary to the rest of you all. Yes. All right, everybody. I think that is the end of the episode. AJ, you want to sign us off? Yeah, let's, I'll sign us out. The intro and outro music that we use, as always, is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent video game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and, and these are cool games that should not be made. I'm going to go nurse my hangover now. Good luck, my man. <laughs>